All right, let's finally talk about El Clasico that happened that, you know, Barcelona basically got embarrassed at their home. You know, Karim Benzema broke a record that was like 50 years old, which means, you know, another person has not had a hat trick in Camp Noon in over 50 years until Karim Benzema. You get what I'm saying? So anyway, coming to this game, Barcelona already won like the last three games back to back. Okay. They got kicked out of the Champions League. They got kicked out of the Europa League. Really, the one mission to this year they had was just to win La Liga. La Liga was the only prize really they're fighting for. You know, uh, they won the Spanish Cup, which is great. It gives them morale because this this is a very immature team who who needs experience. When I'm when I mean experience, I mean experience in winning titles. So the Spanish Cup was a beginning that was good, and. This year, it looks like La Liga is going to be another trophy that, you know, it's really going to help them out. And the other one that was supposed to be Copa del Rey, you know. Copa del Rey is a, it's a tournament where they always kill it. They want more than anybody else. Real Madrid hasn't won it. Like I said, Tony Cruz is finally going to get one. Tony Cruz in his whole career at Real Madrid has never won Copa del Rey. So this is a huge for him, you know. And they're going to the final and they're definitely going to win it. Uh, the last game they played, it was at Bernabeu, and Barcelona won, but they won. It was basically smash grab kind of way the one they won, the way they got that goal. So they got they got a goal. You know, the midfield for Barcelona was amazing. They controlled the whole game, where Real Madrid was just very frustrated. They couldn't get anything going at their own home. They lost once and nothing, but they were creating chances. They just couldn't finish it. The defense was just very solid. Okay. And that really had to do a lot with the midfield. The join was just amazing. So anyway, going to this week's game, coming into it, you hear that the join is not going to be there. And then when you look at it, you got Barcelona's midfield being Casey, which is obviously he's been great, right? Busquez and Roberto. Busquez also is just now coming back from an injury. This is the first. So really... Regardless, whenever there's something going at the, you know, we get to an important stage of whatever tournament we're playing, we always have these injury issues, and I just don't understand it. It's year after year. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. You know, we whenever you feels like something is going, someone always gets hurt. But anyway, I digress. Uh, Sergio Roberto is just it's just not. In, you know, Modric's level when it comes to playing in the midfield. And same with Kessie. He's not in the level of Tony Cruz. You know, Busquets is the only one that in Busquets, as you know, he has a good games and he has a bad games. And when you have that midfield not really covering, you got the back just basically being dismantled. Okay? Alonso, who is slow, slow, so slow. I mean, at least two of the goals. Come on. You get what I'm saying? Just too slow. Whenever you don't have any shield in the back, everybody just kind of comes in and just scores goals. So they kind of just crumbled. And it really showed how immature this team really is. You know, they're not really at Real Madrid level mentally wise. Because Real Madrid was very calm. You know, they they came to this game knowing they were going to win this game, honestly. Like, when the last game they played and Barcelona won... Ancelotti simply said, you know, it does it doesn't I don't it doesn't matter that they won. We played better and I think there's another chance and we'll we'll be fine. He was like he had no worry. 
And because he knew, he knew his team, whenever it's time to really turn on the gear, Real Madrid always turns on. Until the last kick of the game, never underestimate these guys. Okay, because think about it. The first half was fine. The commentators were commenting how Barcelona was very calm. Nothing trouble at all. And out of nowhere, okay, how in sync the forward are. Goal. Like, it was one to nothing. And right after that goal, I knew for a fact the game was over. And then, as you can just see, Barcelona made a mistake after mistake. It just, just showed. They were, like, picking fights. Arojo got schooled by Vinicius. And he was just started, like, bullying. He started, 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 like, pushing around people and everything. Pretty embarrassing. But, again, it just shows the maturity of this team. I think they need to win the La Liga. That's the only thing that's left. And that's all they should focus on. You know what I'm saying? Because... Think about it. If Real Madrid would have lost this game, that would have been four times. Four times consistently. That would be extremely embarrassing. And it would have been the worst way because really you never know if they're going to win the Champions League. But you know that if Copa del Rey, if they would have beat Barcelona, they're winning it. It's easy. So if they would have lost to Barcelona, this would have been technically no trophy. It could have, that's, that, that's, that's the road that it was going. But now... It's not anymore. At least now they have, they can say Barcelona did not sweep all the trophies in Spain. At least we got one of the one of the trophies that we couldn't get in a long time. So it's just something different. You get what I'm saying? And there's a talk about Ancelotti leaving the club and going to you know Brazil to coach them. So be it. You know, Nunes Nagel, this is his turn. He he's great for Real Madrid. So if he leaves, I hope he's paying attention. This is where to go. Don't, don't get into that Chelsea nonsense. Don't get into the Tottenham nonsense. You're a champion, and this is where you need to go. But anyway, we had our forwards not scoring a goal. I mean, the first 10 minutes of that game, Barcelona could have scored at least three goals, and they were just missing chances after chances. Even that goal that before the halftime happened, it was from them missing their chances and Real Madrid just taking control of the game and taking their chances. It was, it was literally that simple. You know, we, we, if you look at the stats of this game, it will tell you a completely different story than what actually happened. Okay? Anyway, that's that's it. Just La Liga is the thing that's left. And, I mean, it'll be... I think there's no way. It doesn't matter how many injuries they get. They will take La Liga. They're just way too far ahead at this point. And then, on the other hand, congratulations to Real Madrid. They saved their season. Anyway, enough about soccer. I would like to talk about the Trump arrest situation. So, you know, any, anybody, there's, there's two corners to the side. There's one people who were just, you know, counting the days, counting the hours, the second, the minutes before Trump can go to prison. And they simply just want to say, this, this guy is no good because he's been to prison. You know, and people were speculating if they were going to get a mugshot of him. There was no mugshot of him. And good. You know what I mean? And because it's just, I'm somebody who... I care about America. Like, I don't think these people from both sides really think about America. Like, the America, like, the guys who came here. Some might say these guys are racist. I don't... All, all that. In, anyway, these entrepreneurs, I like to call them, the, who came here and who, who saw the potential of this country, the pursuit of happiness, you know, liberty, freedom, all that. You know what I mean? That, those are big selling points. And it just seems like from both sides of the aisle, nobody really cares 
about that part and and how important America generally is just is to the world in every aspect of this country. Okay? So that being said, I obviously don't agree that the silliness of like arresting the president is going to make America any better off by it. It doesn't. Okay? First of all, the charge itself is silly simply because I I don't I'm not even going to give the detail of the case. I'm simply just saying this is they're complaining that like you know Trump paid money from his campaign fund to Stormy Daniels to you know hush hush money basically but if that was the case that is a federal you know that's a federal case why is New York state being part of that that's that's all i'm saying you know what i mean that looks so fishy if the federal said they didn't do anything about it the state you know, and they're trying to like connect one one felony with another felony, and some of these felonies already passed the statute of limitation. Like this looks silly, and then you know you have the other side. Marjorie Taylor literally was comparing to Jesus, Jesus comparison Jesus to Trump. If they would have gotten that mugshot, it would have been crazy. So thank God we didn't get that mugshot. And anybody who thinks this guy's going to jail, he's not going to jail. Okay, this 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 whole thing is silly. Just yesterday, a bombshell came out about Supreme Court member Claire Thompson, who is the only black dude in there, right? And he's hated. I mean, he's hated so hard by the left of the aisle. Okay, and so they're accusing of this guy. I mean, they they hate him simply because he's the only one that's left. Really, that's they just cannot go through him. Like they just whatever argument they put him. He either just ignores it or just kills him with logic. And he knows the work. You know what I mean? He's not just like using his emotion. He's limited just using because his he knows for a fact that his job is simply he looks at this documents and makes sure these laws comply with these documents, which, the, which is the Constitution. And that's his only job. And people absolutely hate this dude that he's not thinking from an emotional perspective. You know what I mean? He's only thinking about the Constitution, this, you know, they're like, why would you think about that? That's been written by these, you know, racist old man. They wrote it first. You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? Not trying to change it. We're trying to change it. And he's simply saying, I'm not changing it, bro. That's if you guys want to change it, you guys pass a law and then change the whole Constitution. But if you don't put it in the Constitution, that's my job. I'm going to stick to the Constitution. And people hate him for that. Okay. And the fact that he's a Republican Republican black guy? <laughs> I mean, if you know, you know, they don't they don't mess with that. But anyway, so the bombshell is basically accusing this man of ethical problems because uh he has a like billionaire friend who took him to a great trip, maybe like a private island, you know, luxurious, just everything beautiful, billionaire stuff, okay? And people are actually making a thing out of this, and he actually had to came out and explain to them like, okay, first, and he didn't even like say, okay, first off, all not a one single person in office has not done that. Not one single person in office. Because how could you honestly stop that? You get what I'm saying? But anyway, he, he took the high road. He simply said, I was actually, I asked about this. It, like, do I need to report this? But they said, you don't need to report it because obviously this is nonsense. We're all doing it. You get what I'm saying? So he he literally said, I actually did try to do it. Like I was trying to be ethical about it. And they just told me 
nah, bro, it's cool. Like we do this, we all do it. But anyway, it's it's kind of the same situation. People are just picnicking stuff because they can. Like they have nothing else. So with this Trump situation, Trump is obviously like a morally corrupt person from just everywhere aspect of him. Even after he did his little speech after like, you know, he went to jail and everything. He literally was just saying like he was adding like some truth, some good policies with some crazy stuff. And I'm I'm simply just so sick of it. And people who you know try to keep putting him in the spotlight to get his base riled up like this, I generally don't think they care about America. You know what I mean? And I'm simply pointing at the Democrat Party. If they say they care about America and they want to do the best for America, why are they putting this dude in the spotlight like this? You know what I mean? Why are they trying to make him a Jesus? As I just it does doesn't make sense. Anyway, continuing on, let's go to France. France is going out of their mind, okay? And this is this is you know, Macron, a lot of people don't like Macron, but Macron is the only one who's obviously knows that this needs to happen, right? He's doing things that nobody wants to do. France is losing their mind over having to work two more extra years because the government cannot afford it. If they go on this route, their country could not exist. It's to that level. Like they will be going bankrupt, but they don't care. They're literally burning their country down instead of working two more extra years for their country. <laughs> I, I mean, I have no sympathy here, to be honest with you. Okay. Two years. They can't wait for two years. I, I have no sympathy. I hope, I hope Macron, I hope the Supreme Court, their Supreme Court better let this dude go ahead, man. This is very important. This is something that America self needs to deal with. You know, our, you know, um, these pensions, the, it's out of control. Okay. These pensions are everywhere. It's out of control. Too much money is going. Medicare is out of control and no one's saying anything about it. You know, and they're saying it has until 2030. Like if we don't deal with this and we have to deal with it, that's the thing. We have to deal with it. Anyway, a win for Macron. That's what I'm saying. Get over it. You're saving money for your country. You're saving money for the future French people. Let's be considerate, okay? You speak of climate change. You speak of helping people. Speak of caring about the world. How about you care about your own country first? You know? Two years is not a long time. Sorry if that's a... You know, think about sacrificing, I guess. I'm simply saying if I was in your position, I would be okay with it. I know this is what it needs to be done. It needs to be done a lot more, but this is a step that Macron has taken. People don't like it. He might get shot down for it, you know, but kudos to him. That's what I said. All right, China, as we all know, China is out of their mind, okay? Not the people. Never never about the people, their government. This communist government is out of their mind. And one, one thing I want to say to people is, there's no way this can succeed. There's another news coming out about Brazil and China coming together and bringing down America's currency or whatever. What? It's silly. All of it is so silly. It, it makes me laugh. It makes me ha ha ha, right? Who cares? China is a communist country. Everything literally flows through one guy. This is the most, the fakest country ever. They're fake from their products to their knowledge 
through their data. I mean, you go everywhere, it's fraud everywhere. I mean, the people there, you could, you should see some of these testimony of people like saying, do you people don't even care about us? Like, what's the point of living? They're literally saying, what's the point of even walking? Let's just lay down and not do anything. Okay, so all the charade you hear about China stuff, forget about it. They're going here to be friends with Putin. It doesn't even matter. It, none of it. It doesn't matter in the big in the big scale. In the big scale, obviously in the short term, a lot of people are getting hurt. But again, once supply chains, you know, maneuver like the energy, you know, Europe is very dependent on Russia's energy, and Russia decided to play a hardball game and said, "I'm not giving no energy." Now, who's all gonna buy all their energy? China, right? China. So China is obviously happy about it, but they're never getting back into Europe, you know, market. Europe is gonna find different suppliers. Kind of the same thing here. You know, they might mess up these supplying chains, whatever, but eventually they're gonna fix it. It might be another ten years or whatever, but Russia will never get back to where it was, right? And China is basically now owns Russia in a way. You know, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So, so Beijing went there, and this is the silly part about both of these guys, these homies. They're playing games against each other. Like Putin didn't show up whenever she came to visit him. He didn't show up at the airport to greet him, just to tell him like, "Hey man, I'm not your little buddy, all right? I'm your equal buddy." Just it's so petty. The petty level of these communist countries, they will destroy themselves. Like there's just no way they can coexist with. Today's world, so there's no need to worry about it. Just let them crumble. Let them make all these accusations. Let's just wait until the coup happens between the Communist Party, because it will eventually happen. The way this is going, and this guy's like really old. So how long is he gonna last, right? Anyway, that's that's all I got. That's all I got for today. Okay.